Hello everyone, I'm Cressida Cowell, author of How to Train Your Dragon, and I'm just popping in to tell you about my new book series, Which Way to Anywhere. It's a story about four children who discover that there are alternative worlds beyond our own, and that they can travel to them with the help of a magical map and a very special gift. Of course, this leads to epic, unexpected adventures. Which Way to Anywhere and its sequel, Which Way Round the Galaxy, are both available to buy now. Happy reading! Hello and welcome to Bookworms. My name is Bex. This is a fun kids podcast and we have got a lot of amazing stuff to share with you today. Ben Miller has come to Fun Kids to talk all about his brand new book and it is an absolute beaut. It's called The Night We Got Stuck in a Story. We'll be finding out a little bit more from him later on. We'll also be recommending some amazing books to you as well. So stick around. All right, then, I mentioned that recently Ben Miller came to the Fun Kids studio. Shall we find out what he had to say about his brand new book? I'm joined right now by one of my favourites. It's Ben Miller. Hey, Ben, how you doing? I'm going to do a little victory. Woo! I'm really well, thank you. Are you see, this is the I joy you can have studio. in the studio. And you've brought with you a brand new book. I have. Here it is. The Night We Got Stuck in a Story. This is my, um, this is my new storybook for readers of all ages but especially 7 to 11 yeah and it's uh, an absolute page turner absolute page turner what a cracker well I can um. say because I've read it so I did turn every page which is handy I I'm can not say allowed this to praise my own book am I but yeah so basically I, the very very short pitch mm-hmm. for the book is that uh, Lana and Harrison go to stay with um, Nana and Grandad mm-hmm. and at the bottom of Nana and Grandad's garden is a hollow tree and they discover if they climb up this hollow tree they can go into their bedtime story what a great pitch that's a, that's a lovely old pitch but here's the thing yeah. Ben Miller okay. okay in in your book you have a lot of riddles lots of riddles lots of you riddles. love riddles love of riddles. course and what I've done here is I every question I ask you I'm going to ask you a riddle beforehand so to get wow. more information about your book to the audience amazing you're going to have to solve some riddles or at least pretend to try and solve them pretend to try and solve some riddles so so it's basically one riddle one book related question okay great okay well you know depending on how well you do Uh, so I'll start you off easy and then I'll ask you a question about your book okay Okay. what gets wet while drying a towel yes congratulations Ah! great the first question I had to ask you was uh, in the book you have lots of amazing pictures obviously as usual Um, you've got a character who looks a lot like Alexander Armstrong did you know is that Yasha yeah yes I thought he looked a bit like um, a journalist called A.A. Gill (laughs) but you're right yes he does he looks a bit like Alexander Armstrong it's not meant to be Alexander Armstrong okay I'm just checking that's a coincidence I wasn't sure whether you'd kind of put that in there on purpose I don't do the drawings (laughs) (laughs) so it definitely it definitely wasn't You've got amazing character, Lana, and you've got her brother, Harrison. Yes. And they love climbing this tree. Can you tell us about how amazing this tree is? I'll tell you a little bit about this tree. So um, what's really extraordinary about this tree is it kind of has a face. So it has two eye... It's a hollow tree. It has two eye holes, a nose hole, and a mouth. And Harrison and Lana love to climb in through the mouth of the tree into the hollow. And Lana's really excited at the beginning of this story because for the first time she thinks she's going to be tall enough to reach the handholds on the inside of the tree and climb right up to the top which is something that she's seen lots of other children seen lots of other children do anyway once she's there along comes a builder and a scientist and the builder says we're going to cut the tree down and we're going to build houses over this marsh that the tree is in the middle of and the scientist says you can't do that because there's a very special rare type of spider living in this marsh called a golden diving bell 
spider. And the builder says, well, let's ask the children. He says to Lana, well, what do you want? Do you want a smelly old hollow tree? Or do you want an adventure playground? And Lana says, hang on a minute. <laughs> adventure playground. And he says, yes. Well, when we, not, when, we, when we build all the houses, we're going to build an adventure playground. And Lana thinks, ooh, save, save spiders, have an adventure playground. She said, I'd like an adventure playground. Fair enough. To, to be honest, you would say that, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. Yeah, I mean, yeah. as any, as I certainly would have said. I would have said that, If yeah. somebody had asked me the question. But Lana then feels guilty. She feels like she's betrayed the spiders. And when Nana is reading her her bedtime story, she, which is Beowulf, she can't sleep. Um, and um, she wakes up with this golden thread tied around her finger. And the golden thread is pulling, pulling on her finger. And the thread leads her and Harrison on an adventure. It leads them up through the hollow tree into her bedtime story, into her own version of Beowulf. But instead of the monster that you have in Beowulf, in this world, there's a spider queen who really wants to teach Lana a lesson. She wants to teach her the value of spiders. Are you, how do you feel about spiders? Oh, well, I was going to ask you this question as well, oh, actually. Okay. But before I do, hang on a second. Oh, riddle. What has one eye but can't see? Mm. A needle. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Somebody knows their riddles. Oh, somebody's prepared. Um, I'm okay with spiders, actually. My friends Are hate you? them. I'm one of the few people I know who can quite happily cup them and take them outside. Me too. Yeah, yeah I'm fine. I'm fine with spiders. Well, I used to be scared of them. We call it arachnophobia, don't we? When I'm scared of spiders. I used to be scared of spiders when I was little, and then I, and then I remember reaching an age. Right, I was funny. I was about ten or eleven, and suddenly I wasn't scared anymore, and I could pick them up. And yeah. you know, I kind of then started to think they're quite cool. What I love about spiders is, and if you get the chance, have um, you know, your parents or your carer could show you maybe on the internet, but you can see. Spiders' faces are some of the best things. Are they? Because I imagine they're quite close up. Do they not have like loads of eyes and they're a bit creepy? Well, they they look really cute. I mean, a lot of them are quite furry. They're telling you what they really remind me of the honey monster. Okay. That's what a spider looks like. Because they quite often have a two big round eyes. Some of them have got up to eight eyes, but the other eyes are always really quite small. They're like in a you know usually in a little line between mm-hmm. their other two big eyes, and. Um, and they have these these really quite cute faces. I'm I'm pretty sure if we could see spiders close up, we would just love spiders. We think they you were really like cute. Like three people who think spiders are cute. People can tolerate <laughs> spiders, but people don't think they're cute. There's some cute spiders in my story, but that's the whole thing. Is like Lana gets when she really. Um, I don't want to give away the story mm. too much, but she goes on this incredible adventure, and she really gets to meet to properly meet and get to know. One spider in particular, who is a proper character and is just absolutely adorable and funny and and actually Lana finds quite handsome. <laughs> well, yeah, again, I'm going to ask you, I was going to ask you a question about this lovely spider uh, before I ask, I have to ask you a riddle. Um, I think this is quite hard, this one. I have cities, but no houses. I have mountains, but no trees. I have water, but no fish. What am I? Oh, I like that. Now that. I think that's really hard. Oh, well, I have... Cities, but no houses. Cities. Mountains, but no trees. Mountains. Water, but no fish. Cities, but no houses. Oh, I love this riddle. <laughs> I've never even heard this one before. I hope you're disappointed by the answer. No idea. Absolutely no idea. Well, according to the internet, the answer is a map. 
Oh, no. I did think a picture, actually. Yeah. I did think a picture. Well, thinking's no good. That's no, not the, that's, no, but I wouldn't be the right answer yeah. either. It's oh, a map. Of course it is. So back to Elvis. Yes, that's back who we're to talking Elvis. About. Elvis yeah, the spider. Elvis the spider, yeah. So he has a quiff like Elvis. Um, he's... Uh, yeah, he's a bit of a leader. Mm-hmm. He's he's quite groovy. Yeah. He's quite funny. So you've got so basically you've got Lana and she's trying to rescue her brother from this crazy world. That's right because um, as I say, she goes into sort of into the story of Beowulf, but instead of a monster, the story of Beowulf was about a warrior called Beowulf who saves a village from a monster called Grendel. And in my story, Lana really becomes well, she becomes kind of the Beowulf character. She's got to save this village from a, what they think is a monster, but actually turns out, to, I don't want to spoil this whole story, but it turns out to be um, a spider queen, a, a queen who's capable of changing between being a, a human form queen and being a spider. And this spider queen kidnaps her brother and she's got to get her brother back. spider. <laughs> You can have a PhD in spiders. That's, I'll, I'll give you one. Uh, and next up, we've got to obviously do a riddle. Is this going to be harder than the other riddle? Because that was really <laughs> That was pretty hard. hard. I, think, I think you'll get this one. I think. You seem to be pretty savvy with riddles. What is so fragile that saying its name breaks it? What is so fragile? Uh, silence? Yes. Oh, oh my amazing. goodness. Wow, this is pretty good. Um, so there's also lots of really fun bits in the book as well. You've got a bit with Chinese whispers, which really made me laugh. Yes. Where it's like the spiders are talking to each other and it gets further down the line. Always gets um, the message, always gets completely mangled. It doesn't seem to work to me. You know, the idea of, you know, passing a, you know, so the idea is there's so many of these spiders and they're, they're very, um, you know, they're all very cooperative. Yeah. But, but, you know, inevitably, as you sort of pass the message down the line, it just gets changed. So by the time the end, the spider at the end of the chain is telling them the instruction, it's just something completely different. I loved it. It made me laugh out loud. But it made me think, like, does the book could be put into to made into a film or something. Have you... I would love that. Like, yeah, I would love this, that. Obviously, I've read all of your books, Ben, as you know. Yeah. And this was one of them where I was like, I can imagine this being made into a kind of like a big, long film for like a Christmas TV Oh, wow. Thank you. Yeah, well, that would be wonderful. Would I mean, I'm so sorry. I have no power. I'm so sorry to lead you on. I can't commission it myself. I thought you were going to make it. I thought you were about to say, and I am going to make and this film. Finally, you. my life's work. I've got the BBC commissioner. Sadly, I can't do it, but I think you should. But I was wondering if you were to make this book into a TV show, what would you cast yourself as? What character? Oh, who would I play? I don't think. Oh, I'd have to play. Oh, this. Yeah, I'd have to play the um, builder, the sort of. Um, yeah, there's a builder. Um, I love, he's called Carl Ellis. Yes. What makes me laugh about Carl Ellis particularly is that he always wears shorts. I'm a big fan of um, grown up men who always wear shorts, even way out of season. Um, now I've got one more riddle that I really, really enjoyed, but I don't know whether this will work, whether you'll like it. Uh, what kind of room has no windows or doors? <laughs> This is such a silly one, but it really made me A laugh. mushroom. Yes! <laughs> I don't know why that really tickled me. I was like, yeah, big fan of that. Yes, really big fan. brilliant. Really happy with that. Brilliant. Um, all right, then. Well, thank you so much for telling us all about your brand new book. Thanks, Bex. Bex. Thanks, really thanks for it. inviting me. Hello, everyone. I'm Cressida Cowell, author of How to Train Your Dragon, and I'm just popping in to tell you about my new book series, Which Way to Anywhere. It's a story about four children who discover that there are alternative worlds beyond our own and that they can travel to them with the help of a magical map and a very special gift. Of course, this leads to epic, unexpected adventures. Which Way to Anywhere and its sequel, Which Way Round the Galaxy, are both available to buy now. Happy reading! 
Big thank you to Ben for telling us all about his brand new book. He's one of my favourite authors, I think. But don't tell the others I said that. And now there are loads of other brilliant stories out this month, including The Children of Noisy Village. Now this is by Astrid Lindgren. In it, you've got Lisa. She lives in a tiny place called Noisy Village with all of her friends. It's very noisy indeed. You can join the children on their adventures as they explore the great outdoors and get up to a lot of mischief. There's also Piece by Piece by David Aguilar and Ferran Aguilar. Now, David was born missing a part of one arm. That is a little detail that could define his life, but he's made sure it's not stopped him from doing anything he wants to. At only nine years old, David built his first prosthetic from a Lego brick collection, and he hasn't stopped creating ever since then. If you want to find out a little bit more, his book is called Piece by Piece. And finally, Cappy and the Whale by Katerina Babkina. Uh, this is a story from Ukraine. When eight-year-old Cappy discovers a whale swimming outside of his bedroom window, it's fair to say he's quite surprised. Given how long he's spent in hospital, Cappy has had plenty of time to read a lot of books, but he's never heard of a whale that could fly. These are all brilliant stories. Definitely check them out if you've got the time. All right, that's pretty much it from me for Bookworms this week. I'll be back very soon with more books and more authors. See ya. Hello everyone, I'm Cressida Cowell, author of How to Train Your Dragon, and I'm just popping in to tell you about my new book series, Which Way to Anywhere. It's a story about four children who discover that there are alternative worlds beyond our own, and that they can travel to them with the help of a magical map and a very special gift. Of course, this leads to epic, unexpected adventures. Which Way to Anywhere and its sequel, Which Way Round the Galaxy, are both available to buy now. Happy reading!